to the Spurs News Podcast, the home for discussion on all things Spurs. Now, here are your hosts. and welcome to the special edition of the Spurs News Podcast League Cup Final Special. That means all of us are here, which is a frightening thing. Uh, I'm Sam, in case it's the first time you're ever listening, and I'm going to introduce everybody individually. And what I've done, just because it's a Cup Final Special and because they're all wonderful people, each of them have their own introductions. And so I've picked pieces of music that I feel best introduces everyone to the audience um and we're going to start with uh with, with stefan <laughs> ladies and gentlemen bringing him to the podcast it's stepping stefan the superstar how are we doing yeah i'm good man how are you I'm good. I'm glad you guys got in touch with the agency and got me back for this. Quite excited <laughs> right, for yeah. it. Yeah, your your agent's demands were weird, though. They said you wanted a cucumber, KY jelly, and some alone time. <laughs> Don't know what that's about. Oh, no, that's not for me. That's that's ah. something else. That's something cool. else. Cool, 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 cool. It's an interesting sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to introduce the next person in the <laughs> podcast, now, this was a difficult one for me, you see, because I co-host the show on a regular basis with this guy. Um, we know each other well. And because of that, it's like, I don't really want to attack the man. You know, there's nothing really I want to get at here. And then I thought to myself, what's he really into? What could I do as a bit of a tribute to him at the moment? And, well, the man's become a little bit addicted to something recently. And, and so the entrance theme music from Matt is something like this. Born to run for the running man, Matt. How you doing, mate? Welcome oh, mate. To the show. How you doing, mate? I really appreciate that. You see, I know we, we, we kind of like we had a very heated discussion, didn't we, uh, last week that yes. we didn't fall out over. So no, I'm, I'm liking the fact that we're being nice to each other now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. We actually had quite a lot of um, compliments from people who basically said it was really great to hear two people with two views go through it and then be fine about yeah. it like yeah. really kind of refreshing but yeah that was yeah it was good all good man and i mean that i mean don't get me wrong that was like my fifth choice but, but <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like i got there and it was it was a nice one i like it thanks mate yeah. Yeah, you're, you're welcome um now the next person i'm going to introduce um is someone who has been on the show a couple of times he's the founder of spurs news the the, the person who started the whole dynasty the empire um, and, I, and I was tr- struggling to try and think of some entrance music for him. Uh, his name's Dan. Um, and the only thing I could think of is like, he, he's, he's the sex appeal, really, of the whole thing. So I, I went with this. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's Dan. Now then, that's, uh, that's kind. Bearing my Laura's on the show today. But yeah. <laughs> You've not got the hers yet. <laughs> God. Yeah, oh, God, well, here we go. Dan, Dan, my friend, welcome. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Good. It's yeah. good to be back on the show, yeah. Yes, I, I, yeah, you need to get on more often. We need to sort that out. Mm, I don't know. We'll see how this goes first. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, so, so that does mean we save the best to last, of course. Yeah. And I think all the men here will concede that. Uh, joining us for her podcast debut. <laughs> All the men that constantly message and asking for those links and saying really crude stuff to me. She is finally <laughs> on the show and here she is. And here is her entrance music also from her website. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> Laura, welcome! Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm not so sure about that music. Oh uh, well, yes, I I know it was it was a, a crude and and awful choice that um, Matt made me do it. <clears throat> Matt would that's... never do that. Yeah, you know that's not true, Laura. It's all Sam. It's all Sam. Oh wow! Right, being back at school all of a sudden. No, it's all your fault. Plainly, it was him. But yeah, so a big welcome to you, all of you. Big welcome to everybody who's listening. This is the League Cup final show. Me and Matt were talking about on the last episode of the regular show in the week, which is when we were younger, back in the day, um, Cup final, obviously we're talking about the FA Cup then, was, was quite a big deal. I don't really remember the League Cup being a massive thing, but as we're in it, it's a big deal this year. Uh, so we were talking about trying to keep you know, routines and trying to come up with pre-match rituals. And we wanted to put this show together so everyone have this you know, today, the final day, so you've all got it to listen to before we sort of go into the big match. And one of the great traditions we have here on the podcast is, uh, anyone who's listened to a long time will know this, is something that Matt provides. And Matt, if you're ready, why don't you lay it on us with some Matt stats? Now it's time for Matt's Stats on the Spurs News Podcast. Yeah, let's go with the Matt's Stats. Um, so, yeah, Matt's Stats. So I haven't I haven't done them for a while, have I? But I thought, do you know what? It's a, it's a special. We're not in a cup final every year, are we? Although no. we, are, we have been in a few recently, but, you know, you try to... I think we're trying to forget them. And unfortunately, these are in my stats. So let's go. Okay. Let's crack on. Let's crack yeah, on. Right. Go for it. Okay. So Spurs have won the League Cup on four occasions in Hooray! 71, Yay. 73, 99 and 08. Uh, it, go, it goes downhill from there, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the highlight. That's the, that's the good news from the stats. Okay. <laughs> Sorry okay. about that. <laughs> uh, we've been runners up four times as well with our last appearance in uh, 2015. Yep. Now City have won it seven times. Uh, up until recently, it was only a couple in 70 and 76, but then uh, they then won it in 14, 16, 18, 19, 20. So uh, they're kind of dominating it a little bit at the moment, <laughs> unfortunately. Yep. Uh, they're aiming to equal Liverpool's tally of eight uh, League Cup uh, trophies. So uh, since beating Chelsea in the 08 final, Spurs have reached three finals in all competitions. Uh, each time we've been on the loser side, and each time we didn't score a single goal. Uh, oh Manion... my god! Oh, no. Look, Sam, I, I, did... I thought you said this was a positive podcast. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? We're supposed to be celebrating. Come on. This is boding well. <laughs> he said, "Oh, I've got some match stats. You want me to do them?" And I thought, "Yeah, go for it. It'll be fun." <laughs> We'll get these out of the way and then we'll yeah. be positive from now on. Yeah. Right, okay. All right, you go for uh, it. Yeah, nil nil against May United in 09, two uh, nil Chelsea in uh in fifteen. Was that twelve fifteen, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh yeah, yeah. Liverpool. Well, we'd we would like to forget that one. But um yeah, this gonna this we're gonna change it now. There's no way look, there's no way we we can go four finals without scoring a single oh, goal, is why it? Why did you have to <laughs> say <laughs> that? Oh why? You've ruined it. <laughs> There is Stephen no one has disconnected. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, just, just checking our listening figures, and oh look, there's the big massive drop off. There we go. Listen, we've we could, we've got to catch up with them, okay? So in in the uh, League Cup uh, run this year, this season, yeah. City have scored eleven goals. Uh, yeah. Their highest goal scorers are Foden and Sterling. They both scored two each, uh, and their highest assist. A sister is Foden with two. We've scored six goals um, with no score, with no player scoring more than one. Uh, Reguilon's the highest assister with two, but we have played a game less than them, haven't we? So we have, yeah, have mm-hmm. a bit yep. advanced. So uh, fresher yeah. legs, yeah, yeah. And it's gonna, it's this is why I think we're gonna score in this one because we've got to even it out a little bit. You know, we we're, we're a high scoring team with all our attackers. It's no way it's gonna be that lopsided. You know, come the final whistle. Absolutely not. I'm positive. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just just finally, um, Harry Kane. I know you posted on the page yesterday him training. He, he's yeah. he's going to be back, isn't he, Sam? Um. Yeah. 
yeah, he's going to be back. Okay, so who would hazard a guess now how many goals he needs to score to be our, or to catch up with Jimmy Greaves to be our equal top goal scorer now? Just as a hazard a guess. Uh, across all competitions? Yeah, just across all competitions, yeah. Um, I feel like this is something I should know, but uh, I think he's maybe 50 away. 47, mate, 47. That is nothing, is it? Wow. Bangs in, a hat- bangs in a hat-trick tomorrow, or the, in the final today, yeah. as since today, and uh, yeah, mate, it's 44 away, you know? Yeah, so that's, that's, that's one season. It's as a season away from beating it. Oh, yeah, it won't yeah. be for six season. <laughs> well, well, there you go. Well, well, there you go. That, there's a there's a selling point. You, Harry, if you're listening, just give us one more year. One more yeah. year, you can have that record knocked out. No worries, it'd be fine. And I'll think of a new reason for you to stay longer next year. Yeah, yeah completely. <laughs> oh. And also, like you know, like I say, he'll score a hat trick in the final, and we've still got a few games left. So he'll he'll get down to the thirties for the last season easily. Yeah, e- easily, <clears throat> easily. Yes. Um. <laughs> Matt, is, is that a completion of all your stats? That is that is a completion, mate. F- thank you very much. The, the stats were very informative, and I, I'm now dreading the final more than I've ever dreaded <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> I can't lie. St- stats are, are no stats you know? don't lie, Matt. Stats don't stats lie. Don't lie. <laughs> no, no. But what I have noticed as I've got older in the world that stats may not lie, but the way you present them can yeah. can be quite, you know. Can be quite telling, you know. Like Man City have won it more than us. Could present it as Tottenham are second place for winning in this final. Yeah. There you go. You know, <laughs> two teams granted, but um, yeah. So we have got this League Cup final. Um, we gotta just do a little bit of a thing. I mean, it's been a weird season, and because of COVID and everything else that's gone on, the fixtures have been all over the place. So. We've actually had a massive wait for this final. Um, so much so that I'm, I'm going to put this to you. Dan, if you're still with us after Matt starts, I don't know if you jumped or not. <laughs> um, I'm still here, yeah. It's, good, it's, good, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. I, I, I listen to the pod, so I'm just sat here just listening as though like it's just recorded and I'm just, just here. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, yeah, it's, some, it's for you to join in as well. Sparks me into action. Yeah, hit me. What, yeah. what, what um, are you going to say? Who did we beat in the semi-final? Jesus, it seemed like ages ago. I know. Uh, it was Brentford, wasn't it? I, I genuinely have no idea. I can't remember. Brentford. Yeah, Brentford. It, it, it was an honest. It was an honest question because it was so long ago, and this season feels like it's been ten years due to the sheer amount of stuff that's gone <laughs> on. I mean, the last week I think's aged me at least five years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, yeah, no, you are right, Brentford, yeah. It was actually quite a decent win as well. It's madness that you've got this much of a gap to a final. But um, we we did put a thing out to the, the Facebook page and Instagram um, for any questions from anybody who listens to the podcast for this special. So I decided at this stage it could be kind of amusing to head over there and just see what people have got <clears throat> to say. Now it's time for your comments. I can actually hear the nerves <laughs> jangling from everyone involved in this. I've I've read a couple of the questions, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, gas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, ladies and gents, the first one is where this is a message sent into our Instagram page. Instagram, run by the lovely Laura, of course. Uh, it's from a gentleman called Johnny Stark. Johnny says, what is each admin's earliest Tottenham memory? Also, what was each admin's best experience watching Tottenham in person? So we're going to go around the table. We're going to start with the lovely Laura, as this is Instagram. What is your earliest Tottenham memory? Oh, there's a question. Um, I was a bit late to the party with uh, becoming a Spurs fan. So okay. uh, <laughs> so it was sort of 97, 98. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that year, watching Ginola, Mavert, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, I can't say I was a fully-fledged fan back then, but oh, watching no, that's your guy, earliest yeah. Yeah, watching them guys, you know, Ginola did help, obviously, with his uh, rugged good looks. 
But um, yeah, not shocking, <laughs> shocking. Just, just, just lowering, demeaning that man's well, football you know, looks. You know, I'm appalled. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but you, yeah, he's a good-looking dude. Um, and what is your? Have you actually been to a Tottenham game live? I've been to a few, um, not as many as I'd like. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> although, <laughs> although if you're listening to a lot of the fans at the moment, it could be a lot easier next year. Yeah, I'm getting to think so. Getting a yeah. ticket might be easier. Um, yeah. So my first match uh, was against Liverpool at home. Thanks. Yeah, we won one nil, which was oh, good. There you go. Um, yeah. I think that was in 2000, January. Wow. Yeah. We beat Liverpool. You should go to more games. I'm not even paid for your ticket. <laughs> uh, My first match. It was really good, actually. I just enjoyed the atmosphere. The game wasn't all that, but no. yeah, that's that's my first match. All right. So the same question over to Stefan. Stefan, uh, what's your earliest Tottenham memory? Um, my earliest memory was my granddad actually took me to a pre-season friendly against PSV. Oh wow! We got to go up in the Cockrell Lounge. Yeah, he had his old business used to have a, like some tickets in the box there, like the commercial kind of corporate wow. asset, corporate tickets. Wow, check you right. You've always been all fancy, Dan, haven't you? <laughs> oh, right. try. No, yeah. he, he um, pre-season matches, so none of the clients wanted to go. So my granddad no. took me. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, we played PSV, and I remember coming out of the cockerel lounge at the end of the match. Like we went in there after the match, went in, had like the drinks and meals and stuff, and I went back out to take like to have a look at the ground again. Yeah. And the team were down on the pitch doing their like warm down after the match. Yeah. And I waved at the players and some of them waved back at me. And I was like, Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> See, that's yeah. a really lovely story until you find out you was twenty five at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this this was back when Jamie Redknapp actually liked us. <laughs> oh, oh, right, it was yeah. that long ago. Yeah. Wow. Back in day. Back in yeah. day. Um, um, so, so would you say, and the other part of the question is, what's your best experience of watching us live? Uh, Ledley King's testimonial. Oh, okay, that was fun. <laughs> that was an amazing match to be at. To have 36,000 people singing Ledley's songs, yeah. watching him get pushed over to make sure that he got a penalty to score. <laughs> um, Ericsson and Adi Bayor doing keep up is on the halfway line, just upsetting one of them. Yeah. And my favourite ever Tottenham player scored a hat trick on the day. So yeah. And who was that? Teddy Sheringham. Ah, yeah, good player. Uh, Dan, we're heading to you. Uh, what's your earliest Tottenham memory? Uh, well, I think I'm easily far and away the youngest. Yes. Uh, yeah, don't rub it in. Let's far and away. Let's that. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. like you're not that I, w- I was uh ten in two thousand four. Okay, so, we're right. cutting that back <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> so that was wow. when I started to get into uh into football. And um yeah, uh former England goalkeeper used to go to my school, Paul Robinson. So he, he joined Spurs in about two thousand and four. And that, that's when I started supporting them, really. And it was it's sort of like around the same time that Defoe and Aaron Lennon joined Spurs as well. So they were like, they were like the good times, really, those years. Uh, we, we weren't particularly yeah. good, but like we got good soon after. Oh, I, I kind of feel bad for you in a way that, you know, you got all those choices of all those teams and just because Paul Robinson went to your school, you got dragged to us. I mean, that's cruel. I was a goalkeeper as well, so I sort of wanted to be him. But yeah, well, I, I can understand that. Yeah, uh, well, uh, um, England's number one. He was awesome. I love Paul Robinson in golf. Yeah. Um. So going to watch a game live, Dan. What's been your best experience? Um. It would would have been a local one to me. It was the uh, League Cup semi final against Sheffield United away. Oh yeah, I remember that. Bramall Lane. Like I remember going to that and uh. Sheffield's probably like an hour and a half away from me. Yeah. It was like snowing. It was awful. And I was thinking, <laughs> how am I ever going to get home? <laughs> and uh, at one time in that match, we were losing 2-1 as well. And I was like stuck in the away end. Oh, sorry, the home end, sorry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the crowd was going mad. And I was, I was just there, just surrounded by my mates. who None of them were Spurs fans. And they were all just like rubbing it in. 
Yep. And then uh, Ericsson came up with a last-minute equaliser to send us through. So, yeah, that, that was a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah without a doubt. Um, Matt, heading across to you, what is your earliest memory, if assuming it wasn't black and white, for, uh, for, for supporting Tottenham? Mate, you're not far behind me. Don't know less no, that, mate. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that but for every year you get older, I'm still one year behind. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, you enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. fortunately, we're going to catch up. Look, I, I, I want to, I, after being on such a downer with the stats, I want to kind of give a positive first memory. But unfortunately, my first memory wasn't great. Oh, what? Losing to Coventry in the 87 Cup final. Oh, you're killing me. You are killing me. <laughs> oh, my God. Was that Gary Abbott's own goal? Yeah, it was, yeah, wasn't it? My, my absolute hero. I love him. A Bristolian that went on to captain Tottenham. You can't quite understand how much of a hero he is to me. I'm still <laughs> gutted about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and what would you say is your best experience watching live? So, so I, I know obviously this is a, a, a cup, uh, league cup final special. So yeah. I've, I, if for, for that memory, probably would I was at the game uh, in 2000, I think in 2009, because we made it to the final the year after, didn't we? And yeah. was it, it was Burnley. I think we beat Burnley something like three or four one at home. It's great, cracking game. Really, like it was the old White Hart Lane, fantastic yeah. atmosphere. Probably my best live memory uh, away from the cup would be the first game at the new stadium against Palace. I mean, I just I felt honoured to be at, to be able to be at the game, you know, yeah. and it just oh, like I just remember, and I know I've, I've mentioned this before on the pod, but just walking through the the, the door into the stadium that I see for the first time yeah. and hearing the atmosphere, wow! Like, and and that's and that's what's kind of um, making me just it's it's moments like that that, that make me miss people not being at the stadium at the moment and that's what's yeah, missing big time. but just yeah just absolutely cracking atmosphere one of the not not on a par i'd say with some of the north london derbies i've been to but still a hairs on the back of the neck kind of yeah. feeling you know did anyone else think and i know this is very very random to bring up but we had that opening night against crystal palace anyone work out why the hell the go compare man was there was he yeah yeah <laughs> the drink. opera singer <laughs> Yeah, the guy who is the go compare man. No, he must, be a, he must be a Tottenham fan, surely. Well, yeah, but still, I'm just a, such <laughs> a random person to like drag out and go right, come out and sing some songs. It's the go compare man. <laughs> I, I just could not work. I, you know, part of me thought at the end of it they were going to say, "I'm welcome to the go compare stadium. Go compare." <laughs> but no. No, they didn't. Thankfully, they didn't. That <laughs> Do you not think that's a good name for the stadium? Go what, compare go, stadium. Go like compare that, stadium. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go compare to others. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't put ideas in Daniel Levy's head. We really shouldn't. <laughs> <clears throat> that guy comes up with enough zany shit on his own. Um, so, yeah, uh, admin's earliest Tottenham memory for me. Um, uh, similar to Stefan, I got taken to a pre-season friendly at Tottenham versus Bristol City. Um, at Ashton Gate Stadium in Bristol, Tottenham won three one, and I remember sitting there. And my uncles and everyone were uh, Bristol City fans, but my family, uh, due to where the family had originally come from, all Tottenham fans. So they took me in my first ever Tottenham shirt, sat in this massive stand. It was a preseason friendly, so no one was going to kill me, and I was sat with all the Bristol City fans. And Bristol City went one nil up, and I remember like my uncles, everyone just giving me no end of crap for it, and. Tottenham came back and won three one. I just sat there smiling. I didn't have to say anything, and yeah, that, that went down really well. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was my that's my first ever, the best live experience is actually my first ever live game. I went to the old Wembley to watch us nineteen ninety one FA Cup semi final. I'd never be able to get a ticket for that now. <laughs> you know, what just, a game to go to, Sam? No, uh, it, it's it's <laughs> going to be there for my life. Um, uh, I was like this little kid. Um, Paul Gascoigne was my hero, like beyond belief. And to be there, like basically, my brother's holding me in the air so I could see because everyone stood up as he's lining up the free kick. And then he absolutely hit it, and my brother let go of me because <laughs> he was cheering. I just remember, like, basically hitting the ground. It, you know, basically dropped like half a foot, not far, but when you're little, that feels like a long way. <laughs> Everyone's going mental, and I just can't see a thing. So I'm just like cheering like a lunatic. But yeah, that's that's my first one. Awesome! Wow. But yeah, no, that's... that that is yeah, it was good. Um, heading uh, so again, heading over to Facebook now. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, I almost don't want to ask this, but Ben Teary's written what it, a legend. Or Ben, um, Ben, I should probably ask. Um, so he wants me to ask Stefan Stefan if you could say one thing right now to be used as a soundbite in the next Amazon documentary um, over Sam or Matt, ouch. what would it be? It's Harry Winks, it's 20 yards, it's the goal that wins the cup! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw it, I'd accept that. Yeah, yeah I'd take that, yeah. Right, I'd take it, yeah. All right, I'll take that, fair enough. Okay, For go. anyone who's possibly listening to this today, right, you don't know the story of this, let me just lay out this tale of woe and heartbreak. <laughs> so I should basically, shut way. up! <laughs> I'm telling the story... <laughs> So basically, um, Amazon are making a documentary for all things Tottenham Hotspur and they get in touch with us. I'm with a a lot of other Tottenham podcasts and they basically say, hey, uh, we want to use some of the audio from your show in our documentary. Would you be willing to do that? I'm like, "Hmm, show me the money. And then they did. And I was like, oh, wow, I I thought this was a joke. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Um, And I tell Matt, me and Matt, the co-host, we're sworn to secrecy. We got I had to sign a confidentiality agreement. And I'm talking to Matt, and I'm like, Matt, they're going to use some of audio. Now, me and Matt are just over the moon. We're massive Tottenham fans, have been all our lives. We do this podcast every single week, and I, I, I can speak from me, and I'm sure I can speak from Matt, where we probably told a few people close to us that you're also Tottenham fans, like, hey, this documentary is going to have our voices in it. It's going to have a clip from our podcast. And uh, then it comes around, and they've asked me to send loads of different audio clips to them So because they've said, oh, can you send us this from this show, this from this show? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I can do that for you. I can do that for you. And then they come, it comes right around to it, and there's the episode there, and they email me to say, hey, this episode's airing, episode 8 of the, or episode eight of the whatever it is, or I can't remember what number it was now, and they're, yeah, your, your clip's going to be in it. I'm like, wow, it's amazing. So I'm sat there, and I'm thinking to myself, I'd love it to be me, but but if it's not me, then I know it's going to be Matt, and and that's you know that's a that's a good thing because me and Matt have both been really excited about it. What I'd forgotten at that particular moment is a few weeks previous, um, Matt, uh, I think due to work, had to miss one of the shows, and we called in Super Stub, Step in Stefan, to be on the show with us. And that particular show had been when COVID struck and shut down football. And that just happened to be the episode that the Amazon people took a clip from. So having sat through this documentary, basically <laughs> cringing and crying through it, the clip that's read out isn't either me nor Matt, it's Stefan. This is something that we have never seen in our generation before. Oh, you fuck, you even know the quote. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute <laughs> thundercunt. I looked it up because I knew oh. you were going to mention it, so I looked it up. Uh, looked it yeah, up, my ass. Out, yeah. yeah, looked it up on the tattoo on your frigging forearm. <laughs> so, yeah, so me and Matt, who blood, no. sweat, and tears into this podcast every single week, are upstaged by that little jumped up tart. Don't let it go. He's dirty big bollocks all the time. Like, oh, yeah, if you want me on the show, just contact my agent. You have no idea how much it hurts. It hurts <laughs> so bad. And I try and laugh it off, but I can't. It just it is it's deep. It's in my soul. It is painful. I've never felt so guilty in my life. Oh, no, guilty. Yeah. No, I was guilty until the next podcast came out and you two just gave me shit. I was guilty until that point. And then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you have no idea the stuff I edited out of that show. <laughs> Do you know what, Sam? For me, it's on a par with the day we found out Sol Campbell was going to Arsenal. Right That's there. Oh, yeah, I've got this wall of hatred, and one says Sol Campbell, and then I've got Stefan underneath it. Like that. <laughs> Stefan Campbell, uh, my new most hated nemesis. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so thanks for that question, Ben. Benjamin. Benjamin Thierry. You are now on my list, sunshine. Uh, Ryan Miller asks, how did you react to Sam's fantastic advertisement for Laura's side business? Uh, well, this is clearly aimed at Dan. Dan, how did you react to that advert? Uh, I, I went straight on to OnlyFans and signed <laughs> up. 
always one to uh, to donate to a charitable cause. Yeah. Ooh, charity. Oh, charity. Charity. Charity bugger. Oh no. Oh no. Bad, bad choice of words. Backtrack. Backtrack. <laughs> abort. Abort. Pull up. Uh, Laura, I think this question's aimed at you. How did you react to my fantastic advert to your side business? <laughs> I don't know quite what to say, really, um, that I was expecting it. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that's Sam all over, that is. Um, oh, that's cruel. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's it's just like to clarify, I haven't got an OnlyFans account. Um, I will never have a fan OnlyFans account. Wink. Yep. And, yeah, people can look, that's fine, but I'm not there. Sam, what's this winking emoji that keeps showing up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Let's just be absolutely clear. Or am I just a good liar? That's yeah, we go. Yeah, <laughs> it's because everyone here knows her as Laura, where she has a stage name. But anyway, we won't go down that road. That's fine. Um, Ryan, Ryan, as a second part. Um, also, has there been anything Spurs related in which you completely disagree with Sam and Matt's opinion on that? This could be fun because oh. I've got a button here that cuts you off. So um, <laughs> we're, we're going to open with Stefan Judas Bastard Stefan. Um, do you, is there anything that you've heard me and Matt discuss or anything me and him have an opinion on that you completely disagree with? It could be both of us or one of us. Lay it on us. So for me, this is bad. Your hatred for AVB. Yeah. I love the guy. I have no idea why. And like yeah. Pavlichenko was like an absolute superstar. Oh, and you guys Pavlichenko. constantly criticize. Like you guys keep saying how everyone else is better. Like best number nine. Pavlichenko. Well, you, sorry, hang on a minute. You're trying to say the best number nine in Tottenham's history is Roman Pavlichenko. He's up there. For me, he's up there. I love the guy. The sky is friggin' up there, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> The best number, the best number nine. Okay, if he's up there, where is he on the scoring charts for all-time goals for Tottenham? Uh, he he wasn't around for long enough. You know, we should have yes, kept him for longer. Yes, that truly makes him a Tottenham legend. Yeah. <laughs> you see, the thing is, I don't dislike Roman Pavlicenko. I really liked him, and I, I loved having him as our striker, mostly because of the Russian-themed songs and the hats I bought at the ground at that particular time. But that's a side note. No. <laughs> And every time I did, every time I did a shot of vodka on a night out, I'd say Roman Pavlichenko, and it would be my toast. Anyway, <laughs> sidebar. So I absolutely love that guy, but I I just can't put him on this pedestal to say he's one of our best ever number nines. And honestly, I don't know why I do. I do. It's like um, Helder Postiga. Yeah. The first name I ever got on the back of a shirt, number eight Postiga. About three <laughs> weeks later. He scored against England and we sold him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the worst and the best birthday present Can ever. Do me a favour. Could you get Sissoko on the back of a shirt? I've got four of the bloody things. I'm proud of that effort. Proud of that hustle, buddy. Nice work. Um, what would you like for Christmas? The Soko shirt. What do you want yeah, for Christmas? Yeah. The Soko shirt. <laughs> Keep trying one day at work. Uh, Dan, I'm going to bring it to you. Um, is there anything you hear from me and Matt opinion-wise? Uh, I liked AVB. AVB was good. For fuck's sake. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. AVB. Greatest points for Tully at the time. It's like 73 points he got. Oh, no, shut up, Tim Sherwood. I'm not having this. <laughs> oh, no, I agree with you on Tim Sherwood. That's greatest right. greatest win percentage. <laughs> you know, the thing about AVB, and this is a genuine thing, I, I, I feel like that squad was an absolute mess, hodgepodge of past managers, failed dreams, and just all over the place, and I just couldn't like them. And the tactics for AVB in that season you just mentioned was basically give it a bail. Now, the similarities to this season's tactic, which apparently has been give it to Harry, is kind of mesmerising to me. But the fact that so many people still tell me that AVB was a good manager, I, I find it brain mind-numbing. <laughs> They'll be saying that about Mourinho in 10 years, wouldn't they? What, what uh, a manager we have. What a manager. Uh, Joe, the, the worst the worst thing about the Jose thing is there's still people telling me what a mistake we've made firing him now. 
And I, I just, I just oh. feel like I feel like I should report them. You know, I feel like there <laughs> should be a button that I press to go, yeah, this one's a big fan of Mourinho. He definitely needs to be on some government list. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's like, what the... F- uh, anyway. Section of... Section of... I, can't, I, I, can't I, I have a the theory ABB on thing. Jose. You have a theory on Jose? Yeah. Lay on me. So I actually think having Jose as our manager, just for those 17 months, yeah, has been a massive step forward for Spurs. Because it's taken our name to the next level. If you can have, like, look at who Jose Mourinho has managed in the past. They have all been massive names of clubs. And I genuinely believe by having him as a manager, it kind of put us in the next tier up of the club. Mm. The fact he's now gone, I'm over the moon about. But I genuinely believe we are now being linked with higher managers than we would have been if we had gone for another manager after Pochettino. Like, I feel like as a club, we've gone up a brand. So, like, we're now looking at the would you not say, manager. Would you not say that we went up that that level because of Pochettino's work getting us there? 100%. But by having the name of Mourinho yeah. as the manager just kind of made it a bit more of a, like, I can't pronounce his name, but I know we're now going for the um, the Red Bull manager. Nagelsmann. Uh, yeah. Whereas after Pochettino... Like people were saying that we're going to lose Poch and we're going to bring in Eddie Howe. You know, it's hey, that, don't it's you that knock difference. Eddie Howe. I love Eddie Howe, but it's that <laughs> He's whole a gooner, though. Isn't Eddie Howe in... Yeah, so was Tim Sherwood. Look how that worked out. <laughs> Best point. win percentage ever. Um, <laughs> tactics, Tim. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I suppose that's it. Did anyone else see this thing about Jose Mourinho's clubs, which made me laugh? So Chelsea, Inter, Real. Um, Chelsea again, and then how was United, it? United, United, United Spurs, spells circus. Yeah, no yeah, way. That, that made me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> Laura, we're, we're coming to you now. Is there anything you ever hear me and Matt discuss on the show that you think, nah, I don't agree with that? Do you know what? Without sounding like a brown nose, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't really disagree with you often. That uh, so there are things interesting. Yeah. Um, your last wow. podcast, obviously, you know, you're ranting between the two of you. Um, oh, ranting. How dare you? <laughs> no, but it made me look at things differently. You know, whether I agree with what's gone on and not gone on or whatever. It's just made me clarify my own thoughts about it. So I appreciate you know, it would it would be a really cool thing to say who did you agree with that me and Matt, wouldn't it? I'm not I'm not gonna answer that. Chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just good call, good call, It's a smart it's a smart thing to do, to be fair. Because I, I laugh it off, but I hold a grudge like a bastard. You wouldn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, Matt, is there anything on the podcast you agree with me disagree with me and you about? <laughs> <laughs> no, we mate, we get on, don't we? I, yeah. I think, I, I think, on the whole, I know obviously we had like a bit of a disagreement with the ESL, but I think on the whole, yeah. we kind of we, we're on the same page. I think with a lot of stuff. Yeah, the yeah, vast majority yeah. of the time, definitely. Yeah. And uh, the thing I, I I will stand by is the ESL thing was sort of it got aired and that was it. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's for me. It's done. It's yeah, like yeah. that got aired, and and one of I do like the feedback we got. Like Laura just said, then a lot of people were just like, "Oh, it was really interesting because my view was one hundred percent this way." But by listening to you know Matt talk, I I took that on board, or like the other way, it's like my view is one hundred percent this. But listening to you talk, uh, you know, so we brought a lot of people into the middle ground. So uh, yeah. a, a lot more fence sitting, all because of us. Yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which which I like. Um, so we now have one from uh, Simon Whiteman who says to Dan and Laura, uh, brackets not that horrible git Stefan who's a treacherous <laughs> shit. Simon, rude. I uh, mean, I definitely didn't see that comment. Yeah, uh, it's weird that. Yeah, funny, funny that. Um, yeah, Simon says to Dan and Laura. So we'll start with you, Dan. Brief thoughts on the first team squad. Which players do you rate? Who needs to move on, and who do you want as our next manager? So, give a give me two players you like, two that you want to say goodbye to, and give me a oh. name for the manager. Oh, this is this is. You, uh, we've had this discussion before. 
Ian, you talk I'm, about this way too I'm, much, by the way. I'm absolutely brutal, yeah. I'd keep about four players and then just <laughs> bin the rest off. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up on the podcast. Right? Me and Dan, on a regular basis, we, we message each other with sort of squad building. So on a regular basis, I'm sat and I'm on conference calls for work and I'll have a piece of paper in front of them and I will literally be writing, this is the squad, this is who I get rid of, everything. and I'll take a picture of it and I'll send it to Dan. <laughs> and more often than not, I'll get one back. Oh, um, annotations me, all over it. Yeah, yeah, with like, why would you keep him, you idiot, and stuff like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, so two players in the Tottenham squad you definitely keep. Let's start there. Kane and Son. <laughs> Without even a pause. Uh, well, without, without even time to think that's, that's fair enough two players who I know you could do more two players that you have to see the back of um, Ori and Dyer you picked Dyer over Sissoko but yeah okay yeah, I, I can see that both need to go um, and who would you like as our next manager uh, yeah I'll, I'll go with you guys and say Nagelsmann I, I think you need to sort of do a step back and try and find the next Pochettino and sort of build build something. Yeah. Um, but there's one thing about Julian Nagelsmann I gotta ask is his surname is spelled M double A N. So is it Mun or M- like Nagelsmann? You know, like like you've got to shout it. <laughs> Well, got, you're like, thinking this too. You're thinking too deep about We get messages from Mountain Man on Instagram, and he's double A N, and we always said like he's not just a man; he's a man because it's double A. <laughs> so is this Nagel's man? Like, really go for it. I don't know. Well, it's very important. Very important because that that's going to change the chance completely. It, will, it changes things a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm going to have to look into it. This is something I'll research today. Uh, Laura, putting it to you, um, give me two players from the current squad you definitely keep. Well, it's a bit obvious to keep Kane and Son, really, isn't it? But um, Yeah. yeah why, uh, that's a bit, a bit of a dig at Dan. Why I thought so, too. No, yeah. no, 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 it wasn't a dig. Is this because you said you're a charity thing for only <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought it was mean when he said it, but yeah, why? Well, you know, you know, got to keep him on his toes, these youngsters, aren't we? Um, <laughs> he's far too young. Um, I, there's definitely got to be Son, Sonny, for me. Um, yeah. um, and I, I do have a soft spot for Mora, though. I must admit, he's, you know, he's up there for me. Okay, uh, Lucas Mora and Sonny, two players who you'd definitely like to see the back of. Dyer, hundred percent. Oh. I can't stand him. I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. It's fine. I mean, his his family listen, but you keep going. That's fine. <laughs> Bring it on. Um... <laughs> well, you wow. see, we're in the stance, wow. Laura. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wait till he scores the winner later on. That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's... That was yeah. just Laura's pickup line. Yeah, you bring it on. Yeah. Um, so Eric Dyer is definitely <laughs> one. Not everybody. Jesus. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, uh, um, I don't know who else. Um. Oh, you are so much kinder to me and Dan. Yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. ripped this squad apart on a regular basis. <laughs> I don't know, Ralph. I, I can't give you two. I'm not sure. Wow. wow. You, uh, just say Sissoko to make me feel better. Sissoko, then. Good call. <laughs> and who would you like as our next manager? Uh, it's got to be Nagelsmann, isn't it? Oh, see, it's unanimous. No, Stefan, it wasn't asked you, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because I'm <laughs> no, not like that. Um, okay. Two players from the current squad you definitely keep: Eric Lamella and Eric Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I can't tell if you're joking or not. Oh no, hundred percent serious. I would keep Dyer and I'd keep Lamella. I bloody okay. love Lamella. Oh, Lamella, and, and, and he's like Dyer, Eric um, Dyer. I still don't think he's as bad as people make out. I really don't. Okay. I think you give him a solid partner next to him and you play the same two every week, he'd be fine. Okay. Um, well, parking that to one side, two players you definitely shift? Um, okay, so... Uriah, Sissoko, Doherty, Sanchez... Uh, I said Mora, uh, <laughs> I've got a list! No, no, pick two. Definitely then... It is Sissoko. Yep, good boy. Because, yeah. And Sanchez. 
yeah, yeah. I'm, because I'm he's still uh, young, and you can still get a decent transfer fee from one of the foreign clubs for him. Right, Daniel Levy, Levy. <laughs> Yeah, we we can still make some cash on this one. Sell it. Yeah, buy him young, sell him younger. What? That doesn't make sense. Um, for, for manager, what would who would you go for? Um, Pochettino, but uh, if he's not available, yeah, if he's not available, yeah, if he's not available, he's in, uh, he's in he's in Paris right now, drinking a nice red wine, watching the house he built burn down, laughing his ass off. Well, oh, yes. yeah. what's winning things? Yeah. <laughs> Um, if not him, do you know what I would still love to see if Mason does well to the end of the season? Like him and Ledley King as a uh, one and two. No, learn from our mistakes, people. No. <laughs> but only um, if he does well between now and the end of the season, then yeah. Tim him Sherwood and Ledley. did well between then and the end of the season. It doesn't mean you give him a job. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember being at a match with one of the, the famous ones where Sherwood decided to, instead of sitting in the dugout, he yes. went and sat in the stands. And there was an entire stadium where the Fox had manager. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Let's, let's not do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think Ryan Mason would ever do that. But um, one thing I would say about Mason is if we do bring in another manager, uh, let's just say for, for the, the hope's sake, it is... Mr. Nagelsmann, who, by the way, his agent leaked the fact he was a Tottenham fan the other day. Yeah. If there isn't a more coming, offer me money to join you plea in the world, I don't know what is. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Quite, li- quite literally one of the top journalists for sports in Germany gets a, basically gets an unprompted phone call from Nagelsmann agent like, hey, how you doing? What's up? What's new? Oh, Julian, he's fine. Have I ever mentioned he was a Tottenham fan as a kid? No, no, no I never put that out there before. Well, it's out there now. Yeah. Uh, so the journalist did this massive write-up in ESPN about how you know when he was growing up he'd always pick Tottenham and always play them whenever he was playing you know video games and stuff like. Because the the thing that's a little bit depressing about Julian Nagelsmann is the fact he's younger than me. By a few <clears> years, <throat> mate, as well. Yeah, he's so younger he, than me. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not he's younger. younger than, he's not younger than Dan, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he says it. <laughs> or stepping, Stefan. I say he's older than me, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's oh, crap. Yeah. Right, Mason's only just younger than me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's twenty nine, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's, a, it's it's a bit weird for me. This is when I'm listening to a guy who I rate quite highly as a manager talking about playing video games, and I'm like, what? What? What do you mean playing video games? I mean, I grew up like Nigel Clough, Alex Ferguson, managers like that. To hear them ever talk about video games would have been so alien, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and impossible, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and here's Julian Nichols, man, um, talking about playing playing video games as a kid and always picking Tottenham. Um, I need to find out the pronunciation. I definitely need. Yeah, to you find do. For all I say. Oh no! Yeah. From now on, that's it. <laughs> Every I time mean, we I, talk I, about I've him, nailed, I want that. I've nailed Pierre-Emile Hoybier. I've got that. By the way, we were playing the other day, beat Southampton 2-1. Did anyone else pick up on the fact that whoever the hell the commentators were said Hoybier about wrong about 15 different ways in the same bloody game? Sam, none of them say it right. That you watch every single game, not one commentator says Hoybier. It's so frustrating. But to say it wrong... And get that wrong all the time. Like, say, like, Gary Neville calls him Hoichberg. And the fact that for the whole game he calls him it, okay, that's bad, but at least it was the whole game. Chris Coleman's on there going, oh, here's Hoichbergu, and here's Hoichbergu. It's like, what the hell? He's Welsh. Yeah, he is Welsh, yeah. yeah. A very biased Welsh, I found out from that game as well. Yeah, yeah. No, he's... He's he's unapologetically biased. <laughs> yeah, no, no, go go, Chris Coleman. But um, yes, that was weird. Uh, but that was the conclusion of the fan questions. You'll be delighted to hear. I I did get an email though, um, which I'm which I'm in two minds with, because often when I get emails from from different people, um, well, one guy just hates me, which is fun. Um, but. Uh, Sometimes the questions can be a little bit uh, um, crude. Let's, let's put it that way. So, aimed at Laura by any chance? No, no, no. Wow, wow, <laughs> dude. Just make that oh, assumption. Wow. 
But yeah, this is for Laura. No. <laughs> No, Sam, um, Sam, before to interrupt you, mate, but uh, I don't know if you looked on the on Facebook uh, in the last couple of hours, but there's been yeah. a couple of questions posted in the last couple of hours. I don't know if you may have missed them, but one of them I looked at just before we started recording. And I was, I was gonna, hoping you'd read it out. I don't know if, if, case, if I, can I read it out. You, you give me one second. Let let me get it back in front of me because this this is this is big news if it's because big breaking I'm, news breaking because, news because i'm i'm kind of <laughs> curious if this person because normally i email back um and uh <laughs> and is it from patrick matt there's a couple i think it's one from someone called patrick and someone yeah. called mark yeah okay or i'm going to read these out then thanks a lot yeah. <laughs> um mark simmons is that the one you wanted to read out matt no, you read them out, mate. I'm happy for you to read them out. All right. Mark Simmons says, a comfortable 3-0 win or Man City all over us and Bale scoring the winner from 35 yards in the 8-9th minute, running over to Mason and jump into his arms. Think AVB. Okay, for one, vomit, thinking AVB. Um, but two, <laughs> which would you prefer? So I'm going to go around the table. Matt, would you prefer a nice comfortable 3-0 or an 89th minute Bale winner and then run into Mason like a loving embrace? Well, being a Tottenham fan, what I prefer and what I'd imagine would be the more likely scenario would be the, the second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I also just point out that being 3-0 up for Tottenham isn't comfortable. When, <laughs> no. when I, I watched us 3-0 up and cruising against West Ham this season with about eight minutes to go thinking, I may go get myself a drink. Perhaps I'll, you know, this game's done. I'll line up the full-time post. And then it ended up being free all. <laughs> so there is no comfortable free nil, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you'd go with the bale screamer and the yeah. hug. Yes. Okay, Dan, what about you? I'd have to go three nil. I'd yeah. have to. <laughs> He's going I'm turning, safe. I'm turning to Jose and getting white hairs on my head. Yeah, no, he ain't wrong. <laughs> this last week has aged me terribly. <laughs> So a, a comfortable three 0 one. And by the way, he says comfortable. So perhaps a comfortable three 0 win means Man City have had five players sent off. Um, we're literally just walking the ball around. No Man, Man City have given up. They've just sat down. <laughs> so it was nice and comfortable. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll go with that. Uh, Stefan, what about you? Um, for me, yeah, 89th minute. I want a real tense match. A really good, like, exciting <laughs> match the whole way through. Yeah. Proper cup final, you know, two all in the first half. Second half, he's all out attack, both teams. And then, yeah, the 89th minute. And the fact is that this is potentially the only chance this season for Spurs fans to actually be in a stadium with Gareth Bale playing. Yep. I desperately want to see him perform and score the winner. Okay, well, that, that's fair. It's a, it's a very romantic of you, that. A very romantic notion. Uh, Laura, what about yourself? Uh, it's got to be a comfortable three nil. I can't. I can't do with stress. <laughs> I, I, struggling I can't do it anymore. No, I can't. I can't. I I walk out when it's on. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. cope with it. So three nil, please. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to go back to my kind of thing here, which is three nil. Being a Tottenham fan is not comfortable. So no. I oh, never, never. I just don't either. I don't know. I mean, if I could pick whether it was going to be like a really laid back, simple walk in the park picture, of course I'm going to pick that. I'd love that. I've never seen that in my life. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, the next one is uh, Patrick Llewellyn, who says, Laura, you are <laughs> always having to put up with Sam and his antics about your choice of career. How about you tell us what you believe Sam does for a living? <laughs> well, that'd be giving it away, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, hey, come on! You got, you got, oh, to, you got to tell us, Laura. Surely, I, I, I'm, I'm a lady. So, who's her manager? <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, did you just call me a pimp live on the podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, and I just said it's not my pimp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Patrick Llewellyn, thank you for your question. That was that was very good. Um, Laura's far too lovely and kind of person to fully answer that, but won't I, lower. I, I, I won't know. <laughs> but, but it's quite possible. Take that as you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, 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 I need to stop because I nearly said something right then that I'd have been editing for a week. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Okay. Um, the, moving on quickly now, but thank you for your question, Patrick. Um, Adam Sasson. Adam Sasson. Sasson. If I say that in an Irish accent, Adam Sasson sounds very quick. Um, so um, Sam and Matt, it got pretty heated in the last podcast. Yeah, baby. Um, not unlike some chats I've had myself over the ESL with mates, but respect to both of you for being able to disagree respectfully. Yeah, we cut out a whole load of stuff where we called each other names, to be fair. Um, the bleep machine you... broke. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that thing was fun. Um, are you concerned now that Spurs are being referred to in the same terms as mega rich clubs like Chelsea City or those who have borrowed far too much over the years, United Liverpool? We haven't built our club in the same way they have by throwing cash at it. The debts that we have are from infrastructure projects and COVID because we aren't able to service them without the fans, not through overspend on the team, etc. I guess it's just really getting to me that after doing things the right way for so long as a club and yet not winning anything but coming close, we are now castigated along with those who for years have had this massive advantage. Anyways, hope we can turn this all around and win the cup, Coys. Um, yes, Adam. Um, <clears throat> well, that, that's a that's an actual proper serious question. Um there's nothing I'm, serious going on in this podcast, this episode, Sam. Yeah. So don't start getting all serious on us. Yeah, let, let me uh, <laughs> let, let me let me do this quick because he took the time to write a small no, essay. So I want to that. reply. Um, uh, Adam, yeah, there, there's a little element of me that's a little bit ticked because you're right. One of the things you kind of hold on to is that you are trying to do things uh, the right way. Or you're trying to do things naturally and progressively. Um, would I trade that all in for some, you know, Jeff Bezos buying us and spending 250 million a, a season on us and taking us to winning titles? Yeah, you bet your ass I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, all, all seriousness, um, there is an element of that. There is an element of we are now in amongst all of this, all of these other clubs that have basically taken the piss and broken every rule you can imagine for countless years when we haven't. Um, there is likely the rationale behind it that Daniel Levy will give is if we weren't involved in it, we would have been on the outside of it and therefore things would have been even worse for us. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's just a situation that no matter which way you look at it, bad you know, bad decisions have been made all over the place, but they've been made at every single club, I think, who, who were involved. I'll tell you something that's quite interesting. Have you all seen today in the news that the rest of the Premier League clubs have all had a meeting and they're now refusing to let the other six back into Premier League decisions? Oh. I did see yeah. that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so basically they've all got together and they've decided that the Premier League now, they are excluded until their boards have been replaced and people that they can trust. So the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Association, for the first time in our club's history, yesterday called for Daniel Levy and the executive board to resign because mm -hmm. they said that they can't, you know, how can we trust them now? Because they've sat in meetings with us and lied to us. Um, and the rest of the Premier League have basically agreed. Like these six clubs have sent representatives to these meetings, looked us all in the face and lied to us for years. So, no, we're not going to deal with them anymore. So the rest of the Premier League are going to carry on making rules and doing what they want. And the six clubs are excluded. You wait until two seasons' time when the top six all start with a 10-point points deduction <laughs> to make it fair. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, that, that's, that's for a different day. Um, let, let's, let's bring it back then to the League Cup final. Um, it is a, a massive game for us as a club. I mean, it's it's a, an average day out from Man City, unfortunately. This, this is what they do. Um, hopefully, because of that, they're going to show up with a little bit of complacency, a little bit, you know, ah, it's all right, it's only Tottenham, we got this. Uh, Ryan Mason, on the other hand, will have our team fired up, ready to run through walls. Um, you know, Man City add this to their silverware. It doesn't really mean a lot they're after the league in the Champions League. To us, this does mean something. This this is a big deal. This is getting the not won a trophy in so long monkey off of our backs. And then once you do that, the belief is there in this squad, in the club, that perhaps we can go on to, to bigger and better things. I am living in hope that we can get over the line today. I, I'm not going to tell you that I'm 
100% thinking it's going to happen because that would be a lie. But I am definitely living in hope. So we're going to go around the table now and we're going to try and get predictions for the game. Matt, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Uh, that 2 2, and then Balscon in the 89th minute right. to make it 3 2. So Matt's going for a Tottenham 3 2 win. Stefan's prediction. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Stefan, what about you? <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh. 2-1. To Tottenham? I hope. <laughs> I hope. I'm, I'm just checking. I'm just, just checking. Just like 2-1. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Dan, just what one. about you? 1-0. Come on. To Tottenham? Yeah, sure. Wow. Why not? I was say, you think we'll keep a clean sheet, Dan? I, I'm loving that. The idea Miracle. of us keeping a clean sheet. Miracles do happen, people. Miracles, yeah. This is it. It's a cup final. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah, um, Laura, what about yourself? I'm going to have to go with Matt on this one. 3-2, yeah. Okay. Didn't we beat, uh, we beat Men's City 3-2 in the uh, FA Cup back in the early 80s when, when I was alive, unfortunately. But uh, that was the one where Ricky Villa scored that great, amazing goal. And that yeah. was the winning one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. These Ricky things come that. around, don't they? These things yeah, come around. We're going to watch. It's Eric Lamella. It's still Lamella. It's still Lamella. <laughs> oh, it's on his right foot. Never mind. Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 Tottenham yeah absolute balls out optimism let's go for it why not Soko with an own goal and then we dominate (laughs) yeah Uh, don't even let him on the pitch what the fuck come on no I I swear to god if Ryan Mason turns to the bench and calls up Sissoko I will slap him when I see him next (laughs) Um, you can imagine us being 3-0 really comfortable brings on Sissoko scores an own goal and in the last 10 minutes we're all just sat there going oh no no. there's there's no way Ryan would do this to me Ryan's a nice guy (laughs) Ryan Ryan would not do this he's a good guy I know that horrible bloke that we just had Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Oh, what a nightmare. It, it feels like it's a bad But the picture that you had over Jose now. I, I, I don't know what's going on there. I'll tell you what is going on there. Do you remember the Amazon documentary? Like, that? the assistant to Jose, Yao Sacramento, went in and, like, the very first episode and went, it would appear that Sissoko has a massive influence in the dressing room. And Jose <laughs> literally looked up and went, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real thing that happened. And I think yeah. we're, we're now possibly seeing the results of that, which is he had to keep him around unhappy. <laughs> oh, mental. What what a strange thing to have happened. Anyone else feel like that Amazon documentary, Jose being our manager, has all been like one big hazy bad dream that we're all just now waking up from. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's weird. Well, you some of you say a bad dream. I thought some of the Amazon documentary was brilliant. Sorry, hang on a minute. <laughs> I, I, I got this alert that goes off my phone every time some asshole speaks, and it just went mental. <laughs> then. Oh, I can't believe you go on about it so much. Oh. oh, no, I meant like watching the team do their training on the screen. We know stuff, what you but... meant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Go on, go on, give us your line again. You know you want to. No, no, I will not. I'm yeah, not a performing yeah. monkey. I will not do it on command. <laughs> It's not, that's not what your missus says. But anyway. Um, right then. So it's time for us to wrap it up here. This has been the Tottenham Spurs News League Cup final special. You've heard all of our predictions. Drop us a message. Let us know what yours is. Um, all that's left for me to say is come on, you Spurs. Final words then from everybody. Matt, your final words before the final? We can do it. Come on, this is this is the. I know I mentioned it on the podcast, the one we did last week. It's the fairy tale. It's the Ryan Mason fairy tale. It's destiny. It's got to be done. It's got to be. Stefan, final words. Um. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Pure optimism of being a Spurs fan. This is this is the uh, Ryan Mason is gonna lead us out to our next cup success. Okay, Dan. No, absolutely. This is it. This is it. Mason leading us out. One of our own. Hurricane scoring. 1-0. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're yeah. talking about that that image of Bale running to AVB. Harry Kane scoring and running to Mason would actually be kind of over. yes, yeah, yeah. You know, like best friends for like twenty years. Yeah, that 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 might do me in, just so everybody knows. Yeah, there'll be a tear. There'll be a tear. Yeah. There will be. Harry Kane. He scores for Tottenham. He runs to Mason. Oh, what a wonderful embrace! It's now just five one. Anyway, <laughs> um... <laughs> Laura, final words from you. Oh, 100%. We've got this. We Positivity. Mason, you know, will lead us out. We'll get this done. Job. Job done. Job sorted. She said that so convincingly. I'm now convinced. <laughs> okay, everyone. Uh, big thank you to all of you for joining me for this show today. Thank you to everybody for listening. Me and Matt will be back on Thursday for our regular show, hopefully talking about our hangovers from the cup final success. Ooh. Until then, everyone take care. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, you can join in the conversation on our Facebook page with over 60,000 fellow Tottenham fans at facebook.com slash Spurs News.